Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, so uh, Toronto's going on a power play now. Felino tripping for Columbus. So now this high-flying team has a man advantage, and they keep it in the zone. I'm just watching it for you. There's a lot of pressure here. Oh, they got a chance to win it, and they do. Matthews. I can smell it coming out of the oven like Pop-Tarts. Woo! Matthews wins it for the Leafs, and they'll go to a game five. How about that? That uh, man advantage, the first thing they did was feed it cross ice, and Matthews was all alone uh, right around the circle, and he just one-timed it and just ripped it past the goalie. So there you go. Great great call (laughs) by the Golden Muzzy saying he's the best player. I can't wait to see your boy, uh, you know, the always cordial John Tortorella after his team blows a 3-0 lead with five minutes to go with a chance to move on. Can't wait to see him be nasty to people on on the podium after the game. Yeah, he'll be nasty. Uh, he's such a wonderful person. But it was a feed, cross eyes in the circle. Matthew's a one-timer from circle to circle, dot to dot. And he just one-timed it and blasted it by him. A guy never had a chance. You still haven't seen it. I've seen it five times. Stars come up big. The cream always rises. There you go. Now you got a game five. And now, oh, the uh, Felino's blaming the ref. Felino's blaming, I don't know who he's yelling at. Is he yelling at the the Leafs bench? He's yelling at at the, I don't know who he's yelling at, the linesman, the ref? He's yelling at somebody. Felino's losing his mind. He's blaming the refs for losing the game. Actually, you should blame yourselves. You're up 3-0, moron. Coming up, um, Alyssa Rose from the Rose Report on SportsGrid, social media host. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood... 
we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. All right, so there you go. Leafs win it on the Austin Matthews one-timer from the right circle. Dot to dot, a beautiful saucer pass, and he just ripped it, and there was no chance at all. And now they'll have a game five on Sunday. So uh, there's only two games tomorrow. I'll tell you about those later. Uh, Alyssa Rose is a social media host of the Rose Report on SportsGrid. I told the story earlier on the show that I knew Alyssa uh, at least I met her at CBS one night. She was in there and uh, working. And uh, obviously, I know her dad. Uh, we talked about Howie, legend uh, in New York, play-by-play uh, circles, obviously with the Mets and the Islanders. And uh, she's got the gig now at SportsGrid. Let's uh, see if she's having a good time with it. How you doing, Alyssa? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. And yes, of course, I remember fondly meeting you uh, at CBS and my dad's a fan as well, obviously. Uh, Everything's great. How are you doing? I'm awesome. How long has he been calling Mets games now in in terms of uh, seasons? So his first year with the Mets, he was on the beat in 86. So pretty good year to get involved with the Mets. Right. Right. Uh, and he's been doing play-by-play for my whole life, and I'm 31, so he's been around. Does he miss uh, doing the Islander games? He loved hockey. He loved the Islanders. He loved the NHL and, you know, the whole experience. But I don't think that he misses going to Western Canada in the middle of winter. Uh, he really <laughs> wow. enjoys his life living in Florida now. Do you know that I did that? Like, I don't know if you knew that, but I did – uh, the expansion Thrashers first season. So I was their play-by-play oh, wow. guy, and I, I went to Western Canada. <laughs> I almost didn't come back. Believe me, I yeah. drank my way through Western Canada. I went to Cowboys <laughs> and Cowboys. That almost did me in right there, Alyssa. <laughs> yeah, people used to joke that uh, my dad didn't have a passport because if the, the Islanders were in Western Canada over the winter, Jigs McDonald magically appeared on your television. That's right. Your boy Jigs. I'm friends with Jigs. So are you a, uh, are you strictly a baseball fan or do you like hockey too? Do you get into it? I got into hockey a lot when my dad was with the team. I kind of, I want to say I lost interest, but I stopped following so closely. Baseball is like my life. Like baseball is pretty much, it sounds like very one dimensional, but like pretty much my only passion. Um, and then once NFL starts up, I'll get into that too. Uh, but hockey was definitely much more of a, a thing for me when my dad was still involved. So did you, um, like, uh, you know, today on, on coast to coast, I don't know if you saw it, but I, I, I like took the Mets because I said, 
well, the Marlins, uh, they just don't lose ever. Ever since they got the Hanta, they've uh, come out on fire, and they won all the games in Baltimore. And I said they're going to City Field tonight, so naturally I'm going to bet on the Mets because the Marlins never lose, and then the Marlins beat the Mets 4-3. Uh, to three. I mean, can you even make this up? That this like single A, it's all, it's almost like a rookie league team that they have that they've patched mm-hmm. together with bubble gum and band aids, and they literally are winning every single night that they play. It's crazy, and I mean, it's tricky with the Mets and the Marlins because no matter how bad the Marlins are, and no matter how good the Mets are, the Marlins always like to spoil seasons for the Mets, always no matter what the situation is. So even though the Marlins, you could joke and say they're the sports team in baseball, and right now you can't even really call them a major league baseball team, if there is a way for them to somehow spoil things for the Mets, they'll do it 100 out of 100 times. So <laughs> that, from that angle, it wasn't necessarily surprising, but like the Mets bats have to wake up. Brandon Nimmo in center field gives me like severe agita. It was great seeing Dom um, playing first base and putting Pete Alonso in the DH spot, but Pete Alonso needs to go back to being Pete Alonso for us to feel totally comfortable, right? Well, no doubt. I mean, you know what? Like, I watched him, Alyssa, in, uh, in like, you know, where were they playing before this? The Before the series with the Marlins, they were uh, they were in Atlanta, right, or something? Uh, is that in where Nashville they were? And then in Atlanta before that, yeah. Okay, so when they were playing their last series or whatever, I saw him that one day when he was like over four and he struck out. Remember, he took the bat to the like water cooler and mm-hmm. he was in there. Yeah. Remember? And then they showed him over in the end of the dugout and he looked like he was really mad, like he was really frustrated and like he needed a shrink because, you know, here's a guy that raked all these home runs last year and now he can't hit the broad side of a barn. Right. And you know what? There's a reason why they say a sophomore slump is a thing because he's not used to this. And so he doesn't necessarily know how to come out of it. When you never had a season where you're slumping or you're struggling or things aren't going well, you don't know how to come out of it. And I think that's why sophomore slumps are a thing. And I, when uh, in, I guess my first episode of the morning after when I was handicapping uh, like home run leaders for this year, I said, as much as I'm confident Pete and I love Pete, I can't say what his second season is going to be like when the only sample size that we had was 161 games. I think he played it or let me bring him up. So I don't, I don't know. Help him out of it. I think Chili Davis not being in the ballpark is hard. Yeah. I mean, injuries. So what they, they stuck uh, Billy Hamilton in the lineup tonight, but at least, uh, at least Alonzo had a couple of hits. He needs to start hitting and getting uh, timing and getting his swerve back. And I think he'll be, I think he'll hit home runs when he gets uh, hot and streaky, but at the same time, there's only two months. It's not like he's got six months to figure it out. He's got, He's up against a clock. I mean, these games are flying by, and then when they play doubleheaders, there's seven innings. What do you think of when they uh, play doubleheaders and now all these players, managers, and front office people are in love with it? Do you think it's the future that they'll start doing seven-inning doubleheaders uh, moving past this year? I, I don't understand how you can. Like, to me, it's not – you can't say that everyone's played the same amount of games if every game isn't the same amount of innings. So I don't understand how you call that – like a quote-unquote legitimate season. And if you go back to last season, if the Mets played 20 games that ended after seven innings instead of nine, they could have won the division. So I don't, I don't like the fact that you have some games being a different amount of innings than other games because I just 
how can you say that everyone's done the same at that point? Like you don't have uh, like a widespread metric. So did you grow up uh, hating the Yankees pretty much? Yeah, I would say I grew up hating the Yankees <laughs> as much as I love the Mets. And, and right. I don't think that I've lost like an ounce of that. So you haven't lost an ounce of it. Now, what do you think of uh, what they're doing? Uh, i not surprised at all that they're doing this, that they're doing the same thing that they've been doing no. the last couple of years, winning 100 games because they spend all the money. Right. And listen, as much as I hate them, I also, like I said, baseball is my life. I understand what's going on. I understand the game. I took the Yankees to win the World Series, and I took Aaron Judge to win MVP. So as much as I don't like them as a team, as a human being with eyeballs and a brain, I mean, the Yankees are going to do what the Yankees do. Yeah, you know, my guy, I'm a I'm a long-suffering Pirate fan, right? So I know what pain feels like. Mm. And then my guy Cervelli yeah. killed you tonight. He had a three-run homer in that game mm-hmm. against the Mets. Yes, he's he back did. He, he's back. Yeah, he, he's been in Major League Baseball for, I think, 170 years. I feel like he yeah. has been around forever. Because he's Italian, and he, he drinks a lot of red wine and eats the <laughs> Pasta, I think. I think is what it boils down to. So, uh, are you in secret to longevity? Red wine and pasta. I think it is. I I'm mean, in. there's got to be something to be said I'm for it. Do you uh, like the fast-paced lightning rod season that we're having? That that because it's, it's every day. There's just a loaded I'm, schedule, and it's it's now or never. Every day, the games are are crucial. Right. I like that it's very exciting. I don't like that. I feel like it takes people out of it early. Like the, yeah. the teams who you could tell are going nowhere. I, like I feel bad for them and for their fan bases. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so I want to ask you about your uh, gig. And so are you going to hang out with us for a little bit longer? I got to take a break and then we'll come back and I'll ask you about the gig and, and ask you about some other baseball teams around the majors that I'm into in terms of betting. I know you like watching all the uh, games. I have the uh, baseball package. I watch as many games as I can. In fact, there's a wild one going on right now. The Tigers are up 14-13 on my Pirates in the 11th. Uh, so they're playing that extra inning man on second game that everybody's into. We're talking to Alyssa Rose. We're not going to let her leave yet from the Rose Report on Sports Grid. We got her on the bench tonight, and we got our eyes on everything. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you. Because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We're going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, put on the bench. We're talking to Alyssa Rose, the Rose Report on Sports Grid. 
just so you know, Tigers are up 14-13 on the Pirates in the top of the 11, two outs. The Dodgers lead the Giants 5-1 in the fifth at Chavez Ravine. Texas 4-3 on the Angels, middle of the sixth down at uh, the new ballpark in Arlington, Globe Life. And then Astros A's, top eight, 1-1. Great game going on at the Ashtray in Oakland. And Padres, 3-0, bottom eight, Petco on the D-backs. Rockies, 2-1 on the Mariners in Seattle in the Northwest. Top six, runners on second and third, two outs for the Rockies there. And just so you know, uh, the Rays... Uh, beat the Yankees. That'll make Alyssa happy. One nothing. I think it was uh, Blake <laughs> Snell. Did you like that? Uh, Blake Snell beat him tonight. So there you go. They lost tonight for you, just for you. So uh, yeah, there you go. And then let me uh, let me just throw this out there in terms of uh, the other finals. Uh, the Orioles. How about this one? Eleven nothing over the Nationals. Red Sox five three over the Jays. We told you the Marlins beat the Mets. Royals three two over the Twins. White Sox two zip over the Tribe. Reds eight three over the Brewers. And then the Cards uh, Cubs was uh, postponed. What do you think of the fact that uh, that uh, COVID has come back around to bite the Cardinals again, and that they canceled another series just when they went home to St. Louis and everything seemed okay? They're uh, back in bed, quarantined, and no series against the Cubs. Can you believe this uh, pandemic and what it's done to everything, our lives, and then even uh, certainly baseball? It's crazy, and I think that Major League Baseball needs to figure it out, and they need to figure it out quick because this if, if it's the Cardinals now, it'll be someone else next time. We saw it with the Marlins. It's rampant, and listen, you obviously know we talked about my dad. I don't look at this from a fan's perspective. I look at this as someone with a 66-year-old father who's in the ballpark every day. So, like, I need them to figure it out right now for the sake of my father. And is he does he trip out about it? Is he freaked out about it at all? I don't know that he freaked out is the right word, but he's certainly, you know, certainly top of mind. So tell me about the gig, Alyssa, the Rose Report, how that all came to fruition. Are you stoked? Are you having fun? Do you like it? I love um, how it all came to fruition is I was a guest on the morning after uh, just to talk about baseball coming back. And within two days, I believe I had joined the team. So it was really exciting. Uh, I've always said that I'm someone who belongs in a, in a social setting, much less than like a television network kind of setting. I think that any, not to knock anyone who does that, but I think, you know, I could certainly sit and read off a teleprompter and smile and, you know, talk about games. But I think that what makes people actually like care about what I have to say is because of my personality and what I bring to it. I have like a huge personality and I'm not easily like reeled in. Like I'm very much a what you see is what you get kind of person in sports right. grid gives me the opportunity to just completely be me. And it's really that, special. That's awesome. So uh, how does the Rose Report, uh, how does it roll out? Like, I, you know, I'm pretty busy with uh, Coast to Coast and Pharrell and Avenge, and, and it's pretty hectic. But how does, how does it, I've seen you do the report. Uh, how do you roll it out? Like, what's the game plan for how, how it works? So it's on Mondays and Thursdays. We couldn't do one, unfortunately, yesterday because I don't have cable or internet, so I physically couldn't film um, due to the hurricane. But it's Mondays is all MLB, and Thursdays is all sports. It's uh, what I'm paying attention to that week, what I think is really exciting or important or you should note. And then at the end, I end with, like, my best bets for, for the upcoming night. So, uh, and so far, fans- I got 500. 
how, how do fans find it uh, on on Twitter and on it? Is it on Instagram and everything? Like, so it's how do they find the it? Sports Grid Instagram, Sports Grid Instagram, and oh, all awesome. of the videos start with my logo, so you see it right away. Right, I have it. I think I have it. I know I've seen it uh, for sure. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, so, uh, are your friends checking it out? Is everybody digging it? Is is your family digging it? All family and friends, they're all digging it. Anybody giving you any grief? Do you want me to have anyone, uh, you know, disappear? Or anything? <laughs> the only people that give me grief are Jared and Ariel in the morning after, and it's because we fight about, you know, they're big Yankee fans, so we fight about that every day. But uh, or every time uh, I'm on the show, but no, other than that, it's been really positive and really exciting, and I'm just you know really grateful for the opportunity. You know, uh, Carver High's a Yankee fan, and Mafia is a Met fan. So my other producer, Mafia, he's a diehard Met fan. So uh, I'm sure he likes you, right. and you guys are like the only Met. <laughs> fans. Right. Well, at least you have, uh, you know what it's like to suffer. So do I with my team, the Pirates. So I guess we're all in this together. Well, listen, congratulations. I'm stoked for you. I'm happy Thank that you so uh, you're having fun. I'm sure it's going to blow up. You know, uh, Sports Grid does an incredible job, uh, as you uh, can see clearly with their social media attack. Uh, they're all over the place on every level. Uh, millions of hits, millions of eyes, millions of views, millions of clicks. It's crazy what they do. They're fascinated with social media so it should uh blow up i think it'll be huge for you and uh we'll be pulling for you and rooting thank for you, you so congrats much. on the game thank you so much and i hopefully we'll see each other in person again soon i'm sure we will hopefully unless we all become zombies and start doing like the walking dead because everything else has happened right we've got uh <laughs> killers we've got hurricanes every other week we've got uh covid I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't go to New York right now if you paid me. Would you go to City Field if they'd let you in there? Yeah, you couldn't keep me out of City Field. I don't care if you told me there's a serial killer on the loose looking for blonde girls with blue eyes. I'm in there. <laughs> I love it. Did you hear that, Carver High? She will go anywhere, including a stadium filled with serial killers. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, I You can't get me in there right now, that's for sure. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I wouldn't go to the Boogie Down Bronx. Then again, I don't want to go to the Boogie Down Bronx anyway anymore. Right. <laughs> I take out a mortgage at the Yankee game. You got to have, I mean, the parking alone is like a paycheck. Anyway, uh, Alyssa, continued success. And uh, you got your power back. You got your power back at your house finally? No, I'm staying at a friend's place right now, actually. I think you should drink heavily. <laughs> That's it. You know what? That's great advice. I'll open up a bottle of wine right now. <laughs> All right. Hey, have a great weekend. It's good having you on the bench. I'll you catch too. up with you again. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Uh, Alyssa Rose, the Rose Report on Sports Grid. There you go, uh, Carver High. She is not afraid of serial killers. I love it. I kind of like that. Just She's like, oh, you couldn't. She's good to go, I guess. Not afraid. She'll go out to City Field and party. And then she lost her power, so she had uh, the wherewithal to hang out with a a friend and drink uh, booze, which I think is a great idea as well. So the Wild are uh, up in this game against Vancouver, right? Is it one nothing? Is that the not, uh, just not anymore because the Canucks are on the board, one one. What did you get? A little Vancouver tally? Oh, uh, now the now two one. The goals are flying in here. The Wild regain the lead just like a minute later, two to one Minnesota. I think the second goal right now was. Um, it was 1-1, but I think uh, Stahl just scored. 
And so uh, Eric Stahl scored, and it's two to one. We're so far ahead of this game that they haven't even put the score up on these, uh, you know, ESPN apps and everything else, whatever the hell else you use. You can't even get the goals. You got to watch it with your eyes. Otherwise, you'll never see it. In fact, what am I, like five minutes ahead of you? I don't know. I think with the Canuck game, we seem to be a little bit closer than normal. But usually you're about five minutes ahead of me. We're on about the same schedule now? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we saw that Minnesota goal go 2-1 about the same time. Do you think the do you think the uh, Chinese guy is going to collapse at the PGA Championship this weekend? Or do you think he'll win it? I, I think he's going to absolutely collapse. In fact, I, um, our friend Joe Ranieri from Coast to Coast uh, was telling me uh, this afternoon uh, to absolutely go against him in any match props that you can get tomorrow. He is going to cripple tomorrow out at Harding Park. So whoever he's matched up with, I did not see the pairings yet. I have to go look at those. Uh, bet against Lee in the pairings tomorrow in the matches. Is that right? I love Joe. Did you see that uh, that Ronaldo was eliminated? from the Champions League by... Yes, uh, so we got we got off the air. Yes, we did, because when it got to 2-2, I did not factor in. I forgot, because we were in the middle of doing the show. I didn't know who had the away goals, and Lyon had an away goal, so even though it was 2-2, that counts as a double, and they eliminate Juventus today in the Champions League, so two goals from Ronaldo, not enough. Lyon moves on. Unbelievable. Why wouldn't they play extra time in PKs instead of using away goals? Who made up that stupid rule? Because they normally don't want to do the extra time. They want to get it done because in a normal situation, these Champions League games are getting wedged into the schedule. Uh, They don't want the guys playing a two-hour-long game. So they put the away goals in there to uh, try to eliminate playing that extra 30 minutes and then the penalty kicks. Uh, Now, there's no. it happens to be right now we're in a special situation where uh, it wouldn't matter because there's no other games going on. But uh, rules are rules. Away goals uh, in a situation like this count. And Leon moves on. So no Juventus in the final eight. Can you believe that? And he had both goals, Ronaldo, in that game? Yes, he had two today. I saw his laser kick from outside the box. That was amazing. I didn't see the other goal, but I saw the laser. That guy's unbelievable, dude. Like, did you see that curving laser he sent in there? He's ridiculous. Did you see the goal? Even, he's... even, even at his age, you know, his age, he's, you know, he's still real. But for how long he's been playing, he just still fills it up, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. I don't even care if you don't like him. It's crazy. You can't. And I, and I don't can't. like him, but I respect how good he is. Yeah, you don't like him, but he is great. So you just have to sit back and say, oh, my God, it's just crazy. Uh, We're not going anywhere. We're still rocking on the bench. I don't mind me. I'm just gambling heavily right now on tomorrow's games. Just so you know, uh, the Lakers and Pacers play tomorrow, and uh, it's L.A. minus eight. Suns Heat, Heat laying two and a half. Clippers Blazers, I think that's the best game. Clippers laying four. 
Nuggets getting one from the Jazz. And the Mavs getting five and a half from the Bucks. So there you go. That's tomorrow. And then, just so you know, uh, the Wild up 2-1 on the Canucks. And then Saturday, the two games are uh, Vegas and Colorado and the Flyers-Lightning. So the Vegas game is at 3 p.m. East. The Flyers game is at 8 p.m. East. They're both on NBC. Baseball. Tigers ended up winning the game 17-13 in 11 innings over the Pirates. 17-13. Can you believe the score of that game? How about the Orioles beating the Nationals 11-0? Do you remember when the after, Orioles sucked? When's the last time they won a game 11 nothing? Swept by the Marlins. <laughs> swept by the Marlins in four, and then they beat the Nationals 11 nothing. Explain that to me. How does that happen? When is the last time they beat anyone 11 nothing? Weren't we just talking last night about when was that when we were talking about Chris Davis? Was it last night? Uh, no, that was, I don't remember that. So that might've been with mafia a couple nights ago. Okay. So the other night I was talking about Chris Davis, he's hitting like, he's basically hitting like, uh, Gary Sanchez. He's got like no hits. And, uh, but he was in the, in the spring, he was raking and playing great. Like in spring training, the original spring training. And then when they came back to play after the COVID he has absolutely sunk back to his levels of last year. You know, like they gave him $161 million and the guys hit like, he said like a buck 60 in, in the, you know, year and a half, whatever it's been. You know what I'm talking about, Carver? The guy's terrible. Awful. Have you ever, absolutely you, awful. He is awful. But have you ever seen anyone make that much money be that bad? In any sport. He's got the greatest contract in the history of crappy yeah, players. You'd have to really think about it for a while. He's definitely, if not uh, at the top, he's, the he's in the top five. He's right there. He has he's to the be. King. He's the king. He's never done a thing, and he's made $161 million guaranteed. And they're stuck paying this guy through the nose. I can't even believe that they still put him in the lineup. Uh, you know what they should have done? They should have just... Called him up and said, look, we got to get you on the Bobby Bonilla plan. <laughs> we just have to pay you until you're like 60 because you suck. You're done. You're toast. But they keep trotting him out there. They keep rolling him out there with his crappy. Now, watch tonight. He had four home runs. Let me just look it up. I just want to see what he did. He was two for five with a run. And a strikeout. He's hitting 143. So I'm at least I'm not wrong about what he's doing. He had two hits tonight, though. It's a miracle. Iglesias, four for four, the shortstop in the game. Nunez, the DH, two for four with three RBIs. Iglesias had three RBIs. Severino, two RBIs, three for five. Eleven nothing. I can't even believe. Tommy Malone. How about this guy? Can you believe it? 
And then I want to see Washington. I just, I mean, this is unbelievable. Turner over four, Eaton over three, Thames no hits. Um, Taylor uh, over one, Soto over four, Harrison the DH over three, and then uh, Annabelle Sanchez gave up ten hits and five earned runs. Ouch! His ERA seven eighty four. Ouch! That's crazy, right? What do you think, Carver High, the Cardinals, going back home to St. Louis, and now they're shut down again? Can you even believe it? I guess when it comes to this COVID stuff, it's hard to say you, you don't believe anything at this point, but they were. it seemed like everything was all ready to go, right? They were going to play the Cubs tonight. They hadn't played since uh, a week, um, you know, similar to the Marlins. You thought that they were ready to rock. And now all of a sudden, boom, you've got uh, – and you know what this means, Scotty. New positives means they're going to have to wait longer again. So the whole weekend against the Cubs has already been whacked. And and now you got the Cubs who were playing great baseball, right? Cubs, one of the best teams in the league, playing awesome. And now they got to sit around all weekend because of what's cool going on with the off. Cardinals. Yeah, and they're going to cool off. Maybe they can uh, – maybe the Cubs can become Blackhawk fans. Now that they're in the playoffs. <laughs> Strasburg will make his debut for the Nationals on Sunday. Do you think he'll lose 11 nothing to the Orioles? <laughs> I, I hope not. Uh, so you never told me what you think of uh, DeAndre Baker of the uh, New York football giants that he's facing four counts of robbery with a firearm and no charges at all filed against Quentin Dunbar of the Seattle Seahawks. So, you know, uh, you know, off the record, let's just say, yeah. hypothetically, <laughs> uh, uh, allegedly, my guess would be, my guess is, is the first thing that happened in that story was that they got pinched, right? And accused of uh, strong-armed robbery, going into the party with Uzis and robbing everyone of all their uh, jewelry and money. and because they had lost money gambling, right? So then all the witnesses said that they were threatening people and beating people with guns, allegedly. Then a day later, they all flipped and recanted their testimony and their comments to say that it never happened and that they never had uh, guns and they never threatened anyone and they didn't do it. So in a matter of 24 hours, they changed their tune drastically. Then they came out with videos. They actually came out with videos of the lawyers and the players and the witnesses meeting, allegedly, with briefcases filled with money. Did they not do that, Carver High? They caught him on an elevator getting off the elevator, giving money to witnesses, paying them off. They actually have it on film. So then, so then the story gets even better. Now, at this stage, it would appear to me that my guess is, is that Dunbar rolled on the other one. How is oh, it that they oh, Q, both Q were Q cut involved. a deal here. Q cut a deal. <laughs> How is it that they were both going to prison for life, and then all of a sudden one day, Quinn Dunbar didn't do anything. And the other guy did it. 
How is that possible? It's possible Unless because <laughs> you know why. <laughs> he rolled on it. Q cut a deal, man. Q ain't going to jail. <laughs> Q, it's who's, who's quicker to the draw. Q was quicker to the draw. He got in the room before DeAndre rolled on him. Boom. Done. Immunity. That was his boy. <laughs> Immunity. That was my boy who did me wrong like that. Oh, you talk about we were, having a bad day. We were boys going to that party that night. We had it all figured out. We were going to have the time of our lives. <laughs> and what do you think is going to happen to uh, Baker now that he's been charged with four counts of strong-armed robbery and um, you name it, forcible entry? He's been charged with everything. He's been, he been charged with everything. What do you think is going to happen to him? Sounds like he's going to eventually, down the road, uh, potentially spend some time in some kind of a uh, maximum security prison or uh, some some kind of <laughs> some kind of establishment. Go, go bars the, on it. He should go to the prison where some of our friends go to prison and get out in like a year when they're facing ten. Eight months. Eight months. <laughs> <laughs> You should get get him to go to the prison where nobody does any time to that country club cruise, son. Everybody wants to go to that one. The one where you get out early? Yeah. <laughs> you don't do any time? How about the guy, uh, what was his name? Michael Cohen. How about that guy? He was Trump's lover. Remember, he was the lackey for Trump, and the lawyer. And then he went to prison. He got out, too. He got out twice. First, they let him out because of COVID. Then they put him back in. Then they let him out again. He's out now living in, in Manhattan. Like nothing ever happened. Can you believe that? Our other friend, they're making movies about him, aren't they? Our other friend was such a great thief, they made movies about him. Aren't they coming out with a documentary about him? I believe that they are, yes. He should have a multi-million dollar job any day now, shouldn't he? Aren't they about to hand him some gigantic deal? I have no idea. Hey, Carver Hyde, do you want to go to federal prison with me so that we can so that we can get this lifestyle of the rich and famous going? Because it seems like everybody that goes to federal prison ends up uh, super wealthy with everything in the world. Where do I sign up for that? You get you know you fleece people and then you get big jobs out of it and lots of money. I gotta where do we do where do we sign up for this? I gotta go where Quentin uh, Quentin Dunbar is going, which is nowhere. He's not going to prison. How funny is it that that guy did that with him and that he's not getting anything? How crazy is that? Is that a lifetime movie yet? <laughs> it will it? be one day. Do you think I could play either one of those guys? No. How about I could be the guy that? How about I could be the guy that beat him in the gambling and that he came to kill? I think that we could find some roles for you in some feature films. I think that we could definitely. Uh, it's been a while since I did one. I've done. It has done been a while. I need a new movie role. I did. I did some great work with uh, Sony uh, Pictures Classics and with the uh, big CSI fan from Miami. CSI Miami. And I've done all that stuff, but I need a new role. I'm, can I get a role with like. Uh, where I'm sleeping with like all kinds of, you know, smoke show hotties, like, you know, not like 
I'm friends with all the porno stars. That's not good. I need to get, I, I've already gone down that road. I need to have like a role in a movie with where I got like three or four, you know, A-list, you know, smoke show hottie, you know, 20 million a movie type Hollywood stars, Angelina Jolie types. You know what I mean? What do you think? Could we get a role like that for me? Doubtful. <laughs> it's kind of doubtful at this point. I mean, it's there's potential for it. Um, well, I don't know about name? the the Bond. opposite role. Who's the guy that plays Daniel Craig? He's gonna he plays Bond. He doesn't even like playing Bond, but he's playing no, Bond he and he's make, he hates it. He's gonna make like he thirty li- because he he likes money. That's why he keeps playing him. He likes money. 30, he likes money, so he's gonna do thirty million. But he's he's a serious actor. He's not not interested in your pansy roles, even though James Bond is iconic, right? If you were James Bond and you were in that series, would you really would you really complain and like cry about it and try to get out of the deal because you make a Bond movie every five years? Would you really quit? Like you never heard Roger Moore complain when he was getting all that ass. Can you say that on the radio? I, I, you never heard Sean Connery complaining about it, did you? You hear this guy complaining about it, though. I'm not sure I like this guy, to be honest with you. So Tortorella just had his press conference after the uh, Jackets choked and lost to the Leafs. But they're still alive. There's a game five Sunday. So, uh, once again, he was a complete asshat in the press conference. He wouldn't answer one question, not one. He just mocks people and treats people like crap and and talks down to people and humiliates people and degrades people. And he's just an absolute jerkwad. All the whole time with a smile on his face, laughing at people when he treats them like crap. I want to beat that dude's ass so bad. You have no idea. Like, I just, I am, I'm obsessed. I want to beat his face in. I cannot stand John Tortorella is the biggest loser I have ever seen in the entire sports world, the way he treats people. Bob Knight treated people better than this guy. This guy is bad for sports. I don't care what anybody says. And all those clowns at NBC on their knees for this guy like they're in a porno. That's just torch being torch. Oh, he's so funny. people. If they, you know, if he talks to a woman that way, anyone else gets fired in five minutes. You're fired from your job if for talking to a woman that way. If he talked to a uh, African-American that way, he would be fired in five minutes. But he talks to everybody else that way and nothing ever happens to him. Have you ever noticed that, Carver High? Have you ever seen anyone treat people worse than John Tortorella? He's definitely, up. He's definitely up there. When it comes to well, dealing with the worse? media, he's at the top. Who's worse? Name one person. Uh, off the top of my head, I, I, would, it would, I can't name you one. Because they're not in service anymore. Bob Knight is the only guy that ever did what he does in press conferences. And they don't tolerate it anymore in sports. They don't tolerate it, but they tolerate it in the NHL. I cannot believe Gary Bettman allows this guy to treat people that way in this day and age in the NHL. He needs his ass beat, that little B. What a little B, you little five-foot B. I'll slap your face, punch your face in. Nice weekend.